This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back, Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday morning. We'll get set for NFL Week 14. Next hour, Ian McMillan will join us. NBA with Mark Spears uh, coming up in the 11 o'clock hour Eastern time here on the show. But right now, we got to dive into some Joe Notes here. We haven't done a Joe Notes segment in a while where people throw some some uh, gambling questions. Uh, sometimes they are questions for novices. Sometimes they are deeper where we have to Joe has to kind of dive in and give us his thoughts on it. But let's um, let's go to this. I know the uh, the call was put out last night for some Joe Notes questions. And Joe, sounds like you got some here for us. Yeah, we've got a number of these, and these are uh, obviously some topics that you guys can jump on as well. Curious about your perspective. So uh, on Twitter, at Joe Ostrowski, we threw this out there. Got a few here. Uh, here's Doug the Bounty Hunter. Doug the Bounty Hunter. Did you watch that show? Did you guys ever I watch Bounty have. Hunter? I never have. Never? Not like, not like once and a couple of times? No. Is, is it never. Hall of Fame show. Hall of Fame show. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. That guy's always, like... He, wasn't he involved in politics recently? He's he knows some high level people. His wife's nuts. Wouldn't mess with her. Anyways, Doug the Bounty Hunter. Uh, Doug says he's intrigued by Billy Donovan, coach of the year at six to one, who's the third favorite. What basically asking what do you think about that mm-hmm. wager? Uh, I'll say this: NBA coach of the year in general last year seemed to be the the outlier. Maybe we'll learn that it wasn't. And what I mean by that is typically to be the coach of the year, to be in the running, your team needs to be a top two seed. You have to have one of the top winning percentages in the NBA. We have different rules with different media markets. And that's what occurred last year. I mean, it was remarkable because late in the season, Tibbs was 25 to one. And you're expecting it's going to be the coach of the Jazz. Eh, probably not the Nuggets. Uh, Monty Williams was one of the top favorites throughout the year. I had a Quinn Snyder ticket, so I didn't love that. I had a 25-1 to 1 from before the season. Uh, but just there was so much momentum in the media. You've got to pay attention to that. Like The NBA writers, like guys like Mark Spears, who we'll have on later on in the show, which coach or which coaches are they talking about? Who are they mm-hmm. writing about? And all of a sudden, there was like a groundswell with Tibbs support. I believe they were the four seed. So that usually doesn't happen where you have the right. coach that's the four seed. But they they just exceeded expectations by so much. It reminded me of what we usually see in the NFL coach of the year. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. D- don't think it's going to be limited to one of those top couple seeds. And uh, as far as Billy Donovan, yeah, people have been asking me about this a bunch because obviously we're so uh, hyper-focused on the Bulls here on the score in Chicago. Um I don't think you're going to find more value than what you see on Billy Donovan right now. Bulls are a very popular team. One of the best records against the spread. One of the best records in the Eastern Conference. 
uh, at the start of the year, he was around 10, 12 to 1, and he's been hovering around this 6 to 1 number. So if you think the Bulls can finish, I would say with a top 2 to 3 record in the East, I don't have a problem uh, with betting on this. Uh, sh- it's strange factoid. I don't think it has anything to do with it, but we're, we're on a, a long stretch where uh, the NBA Coach of the Year happens to come from the Eastern Conference for some strange reason, and Donovan, it would happen again. Uh, he's got to catch Kerr. He's got to catch Monty Williams in the odds. That's the big thing. But it, as long as you think the, this Bulls run is going to continue, they're going to be one of the better teams in the East. I, I, I think 6-1 to one has a little bit of value, and, man, has he turned things around. A lot of people thought that that mix of players was not going to work. It has worked. Yeah, I, I think it's a good wager based on the number now. Uh, obviously, it was better before the season, but they have the best point yeah. differential in the Eastern Conference. I don't think this is going to fall off. I don't think they're going to suddenly become the five seed. It, I think they're going to fit in that top two to three range. I mean, heck, if, if Brooklyn has Harden or Durant go down for a couple of weeks, they could be the one seed. Like, they have depth in Chicago. That helps you in the regular season. The other thing to know, just to, to bring this up, because Kerr's in the mix, right? Kerr's one of the favorites, as he should be. The mm-hmm. NBA doesn't have a problem. Like I feel like in the NFL, they kind of want to rotate. Like, oh, he already won. Let's give it to somebody else. It doesn't yes. work that way in the NBA. I mean, you, you see it. Buttonholders <laughs> won a couple times. Kerr's won before. If they win 65 <clears throat> games, he could win again. So just don't assume because the guy won before they want to give it to somebody else. They'll give it to the same guy. It, it doesn't It doesn't really matter. My favorite is when Dwayne Casey won it and then got fired. Fired. Happens all and the time. And then Nick Nurse won it <laughs> a couple Noah. years later with his team. In the NFL, Matt Nagy, 2018, coach of the year, he's going to get fired. Jason Garrett, 2016, coach of the year, he got fired shortly after, as he should yep. have. Yeah, it means it means absolutely nothing. Uh, Bulls right now the second seed in the East. They're a half game back of Brooklyn. Hmm. I don't think Nash is going to get it. Do you? No, I don't think Nash is going to get it. Um I mean, then there's guys like the, the overachievers, like in Washington and Charlotte, they're interesting. But I, I would say Monty Williams and and Billy Donovan. Kerr. I think it's going to come out of those two. And Kerr. Not Kerr. Mm-hmm. I what, just, about, what about yeah, Snyder? He didn't get it last year. They yeah. had the best record almost the entire season. But as a three seed with a team that we knew would be good anyway? No, but I'm assuming that they jump up. Yeah, okay. Well, then that's a different story. But yeah. you mentioned Monty Williams last week. We talked about this. I think he's interesting, right? He didn't get it last yeah. year. Donovan could get it. Mm-hmm. T- great turnaround. Huge Definitely. NBA's a better place when the Bulls are doing well. Yeah, I can see it. I, you're, I think you're only going to lose that number. That's going to get shorter and shorter. Yeah. As long especially as, uh, if, especially if they go to a one seat at some point. If they take over that spot, yeah. yeah. Yep. Agree 100%. All right. So, yeah, I don't think that's a bad bet at all, especially if you're a Bulls fan. Give you a little skin in the game. I don't have a problem with that. What do you think about – six? I was talking about this yesterday. What do you think about 16-1 to 1, uh, for the Eastern Conference? At, at surface, it might look like you're kind of jumping in a little bit. But I will say that the implied odds for that is 6%. I think the Bulls are the fourth-best team in the East right now, and I think they have a better than a 6% chance of winning the East. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I would say it's probably – to win the East, ten percent. That's that's why I would, I would put that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and also, they're look. The favorite has players that are older and brittle. I mean, that's that's the reality, right? Kevin Durant popped his Achilles a couple years ago, and I, I know he's played great since then, but like, he's old. He's had a million minutes in his career. James Harden had the hamstring last year, and the other guy. Well, we don't even know if Kyrie Irving's ever going to show up. So they're a fragile, great team. Yeah, I mean, 
if if somehow the Nets have an injury or two, it's wide open. And yeah, I, I think it's sixteen to one. Like if it drops to ten to one, eight to one, no, come on, yeah, yeah. The odds say that Philly is the fourth best team in the East. Do you agree with that? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No. Not until either. they make a trade and get something back. Like, tell me what they get back for Ben Simmons. And then I'll then I'll discuss what they could be. Because that is a playing, great question. They're playing sure so he's like trending on Twitter right now. It's like I did not miss I don't miss him or Kyrie Irving right nope. now. Why would you give up anything for Ben Simmons? Seriously. I, every time someone tries to tell me, oh, they'll get a star player back, I'm like, all right, <laughs> you sure. Uh, more on Joe Knows. Another one, uh, message I got on Twitter at Joe Ostrowski. At, Tom Vasicki asked about some gambling terms. And Joe, you can jump on here because you bet one of these. We were talking about it during the break. He asked what uh, three by two, like the three X two. Uh, means when, you, when you'll see that on some sports books i believe you see that on FanDuel. yeah uh what what does that mean so the, the it's a boost they usually make the odds uh depending on the teams you're gonna have if they're great three-point shooting teams they might put it at minus 110 uh if they're you know average three-point shooting teams you might see it at even or plus money but basically it is the the teams have to combine for two total two or more but at least two three-point field goals scored in the first three minutes of a game so it sounds pretty easy. Obviously, you know, teams could clank a couple shots early and all of a sudden the game goes out of whack and you lose that. But I bet it a bunch last year. And, and here's how I did it. I, I looked for teams that shot the most threes, right? If that's their offense and they're going to come out shooting threes, I feel like I've got a chance to hit this. Like the mm-hmm. Knicks, they, they always put the Knicks in there. The Knicks have shot more threes now, but they didn't the last couple of years. Like they, they give up a lot of threes that. now, too. They do. So you got to look for it. Who gives up threes? Who shoots threes? And I would say this. If you're going to do it, do it every time you see it with those good three-point shooting teams because I think over time you're going to hit it. Like, if you do it one time and it misses, you're like, oh, this is dumb. That just might be a random thing, right? I think it's a pretty good, easy way to hit it. You'll probably hit 55% is my guess if you play it over a while, if, as long as you're picking good three-point shooting teams. Because, Joe, sometimes they put teams in there, and I'm like, wait a second. This guy, this team's 25th in three-pointers. This team's 26th. Like, that's a trap. Like, just they don't shoot threes. So it's a boost. Uh, I see it often on FanDuel during NBA season. Okay, this this is something I don't use, and uh, Paul Aspen, I believe you're aware of what this is. It, Tom also asked about the term ladder betting, where it's not it's not quite a rollover, right? Right. I believe it's more like fractional unit up upping, if that's increasing. Incre- increasing. increasing. Like if if you win a bet, let's say, let's say you're betting twenty dollars, you win that bet. Then the next one would be a thirty dollar bet, right? Oh yeah, twenty five, thirty dollar bet, whatever. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, use like let's say you take a half unit and of what you just won and add it on. So you win twenty dollar bet, bet thirty on the next one, win that. You bet. I mean, then you take what? Add fifteen to that, so now it's forty five. If you're just taking half of what you right and you continue slowly to go, slowly going up and it's yeah. yeah you're not going all in where you're doing a money line rollover like we talked about with michigan 
uh, betting them to win against Georgia, then taking it all and then rolling it over to the championship game. You're not quite doing that, but you're upping your stakes. Right, and that way if you all right, you win the $20 bet, you bet 30 You lose that bet, you're back down to a $20 bet. I mean, I've, I've honestly you, used, like, without really, like, oh, I'm going to go into ladder betting. Like, I've used this at the blackjack table. It's like kind of like, yeah, oh, you yeah, win yeah. one, you, up, you throw another chip on top. I think it's used in table games more. Yeah. Um, I'm not asking what anybody bets, but do you, have you guys ever used this? I do, I do not. I For the most part, mo- the majority of my bets, one unit bets, and then, you know, we do so much work on the NFL, like NFL sides. Um, I'll usually go maybe two units. But I've never done the latter thing. It's interesting. Yeah. And, and I can see why it's a table game type of thing. Like, it's like I'm you hot. see a play out in front of you. Yeah, I'm hot. Right. Yeah. Let's keep going here. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I did a little bit of a version of this last night with the live betting, but kind of reverse because I was going like two thirds of, of a unit on each, like as the number kept going down. With live betting, do you cut it down? Not like necessarily. It, typically one unit. Usually. Will you bet yeah. one unit Last live? night was just a weird specific circumstance. But yeah, usually go one unit. How many bets did you end up with at the end? Ten. What? Ten? Yeah. Hit them all. Holy mother. Hit them all. Wow! <laughs> Fade old man Bayheim. Fade him. 77 what? playing his kids out there. Ten. Every TV break. Bet, bet, bet. For the first half. Pretty good. Good job, Paul Aspen. All right, coming up next, NFL season props and uh, divisions. What's up for grabs still? What are the odds? We'll tell you next. Becky Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.